Good morning and happy Sabbath. My name is Larry Cohen. Uh, as he uh, mentioned, I'm an emergency physician from uh, Colorado. Uh, and uh, I do work at the busiest emergency department in the state of uh, Colorado. Uh, we have over 100,000 visits a year. And we'll get into that a little bit. First, I'd like to open with some prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing me to give my personal testimony this morning. I know there's hundreds of people here that can give a similar testimony that is even more powerful. I just pray that uh, what I have to say will, will bless these people. I pray for, uh, con uh, for continued blessing for Amen Group. And thank you for uh, allowing me today and for all you've done in my life. That's Jesus' holy name, amen. I would like to open up with a, um, a verse out of, a couple of verses out of uh, Jeremiah 29, um, verses 11 through 13. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Uh, I was uh, honored and a little surprised when uh, George Guthrie asked me to speak this morning. We did uh, um, do a thing with Hans Deal on 3ABN um, and talked about my uh, health uh, prob problems, uh, if, which I continue to deny I have. Uh, had a little condition, um, as Dr. Cummings said. And um, it was, uh, I grew up, if you've ever heard Clifford Goldstein speak, um, you could hear his uh, testimony, and it's pretty much the same as mine. I grew up, Cohen is obviously a Jewish name, and uh, I grew up uh, uh, out west coast, born in New York. When I was six weeks old, we moved to California. Um, typical California Reformed Jews. I uh, went to temple a few times a year for special holidays like Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, things like that. Um, no real religion in the home, um, although my grandparents were both were Orthodox Jews out in New York. Uh, my parents completely split from that. You know, it was requ we were required to go to uh, uh, Sabbath school for religious uh, school on Saturday mornings. Our, our temple had services, religious services, on Friday evening. Um, and I was upset because all the good cartoons were Saturday morning. Uh, so it, it kind of bothered me a little bit. But, my, uh, you know, but there was no mention of God in, in my home growing up other than when my parents were mad. Um, his name was used, uh, unfortunately, quite frequently. Uh, so I grew up without any religion, but as a child, um, I think God lets us know he's there. And I did believe in God. I believed there was a God. I'd even pray, even though my parents never prayed, never taught me to pray. I would pray at night. Um, I even prayed that if my wife, uh, you know, I, when I was a teenager, I remember praying, um, whoever my wife's going to be, if she's sick, heal her. You know, I mean, <laughs> and uh, my wife wound up having Hodgkin's disease. So she, um, before I met her, and she was uh, taking care of her. So, um, I, I grew up um, uh, just a typical secular uh, kid. Um, when I got into high school, I got in a wrestling team. And uh, um, wrestling is a, 
interesting sport, um, especially if you're trying to make weight to, um, uh, to, to be able to, to wrestle. Uh, get that, you don't want to be overweight, you can't wrestle. Uh, and I, I was a terrible eater as it was. Um, my mother um, was a nurse, worked full time. My father worked in a television station. Uh, and I was pretty much on my own. I was born 59 years, 357 days ago. So yeah, I'm going to be 60 next week. Uh, um, I have a five-year-old brother uh, who's five, a brother five years older than me. And then uh, 56 years, 357 days ago, I had twin brothers born on my birthday. Um, so I was a middle child. And you know, there's a lot of problems with middle child. In fact, is there any psychiatrists here? I can <laughs> maybe talk a little bit afterwards. So. Anyways, um, I was, I, but be, being that middle child, I was kind of a loner. Uh, my older brother didn't want to have anything to do with me. My younger brothers really didn't want to have anything to do with me. I, I'd terrorize them, and that's about it. Um, so uh, I, was, I, you know, I was just with my friends. I was over at my friend's house all the time. And uh, we'd, you know, we'd get into, we started in high school, we started drinking. Um, fortunately for me, I was not. My body didn't like alcohol. I mean, if I drank too much, I'd throw up. So um, I used to fake it. Um, didn't do any drugs in high school, although my friends started smoking marijuana. I just refused to do that um, uh, until after I got out of high school. That's another story. Uh, so, uh, but you know, my, there was no, there was no, nothing in my life. And then I learned bad eating habits as a wrestler. My first year of uh, high of wrestling, I weighed. 85 pounds, and the lowest weight was 98 pounds. The following year, I gained some weight, and I was resting 106 pounds. I usually lose two or three pounds, or four or five pounds, maybe at the most a week for my, junior, my sophomore and junior year. I learned that if I was two pounds overweight the day before, I'll lose that two pounds the next day without eating or drinking anything by the time weight, weight comes in. When I was a senior in high school, I was the same height I am now. I, weighed 150, I was resting 115-pound waist class. And I was cutting 10 pounds a week to make weight. Um, and that was watching what I ate over the, over the weekend. My last match for the season was on a Thursday evening. And they said, we're allowed to weigh in in the morning, on Thursday morning, for the evening class, or for the evening uh, match. So I weighed in Thursday morning, 115 pounds, ate a, drank a couple vials of Gatorade, and just started eating. By the following Monday, I'd gained 30 pounds, 145. Uh, obviously, I was mostly water weight, and to this day, I think I'd have a full head of hair if I wouldn't have, have cut all that uh, weight during that time and, and starve myself. So, um, but I, I did, uh, I did smoke marijuana, tried some other things, um, didn't really, really like it all that much. Um, but then I went to college. You know, I was going to go. Yeah, I wanted to be a doctor, so I started medical school, and. Uh, um, I rather went to college to pre-med. And then I got into skydiving. That's something I always wanted to do ever since I was a little kid. Um, skydive uh, seemed to be, uh, uh, you know, I, there was a TV show in the 60s called Ripcord. And these guys just looked like, like they were flying. You know, the ground's not rushing up. And uh, so uh, I started getting into that. I talked to a couple friends into going out to the first jump course. and. Uh, they didn't really like it, but I did. I mean, I was never so scared in my life. In fact, the very first jump, 
uh, we go through the class. It's not like the today with you're strapped to somebody or people jump out with you. It's just a, a static line. Um, so I remember going out to the plane and the guy's going, you're number one, you're number two. When he pointed to me, he goes, you're number three. I heard, you're number three. I'm going, he told the guy he's on the ground. Watch the third guy. It's not, his show's not going to open. You know, I, I was just so scared. You know, and then I look at the airplane. It was just 1938, uh, a tail dragger, big, huge engine, a lot of fabric and duct tape on it. I'm thinking, that doesn't look safe either. Um, you know, and I was just scared to death until I landed on the ground. I forgot how scared I was and went and signed back up. So got into skydiving to the point where I wasn't going to school, kind of dropped out of college. Um, then I wound up working in a factory. Um, just my t mind was turned to mush. Um, and decided to go back to school. Uh, I was on a, um, here, that's me with a head of hair, uh, top right, and my brothers. It's just kind of a painting of some pictures. Um, and there I was out in the drop zone. I'm on the right side. Um, and I got into team jumping. Um, that was my team. The guy next, I'm on the bottom right here. The guy next to me, um, this guy, turns out, you know, Jumpers, you know, they jump all day, party at night, jump all day. And we were doing, you know, seven, eight jumps a day um, to make, for getting ready for the national uh, championships. And everybody drank except for this guy. Very dry sense of humor. Turns out he was an Adventist. Never knew it. But he'd gone away from the church, but he didn't, he didn't do anything that was really contrary. He didn't, uh, you know, at least uh, he, he was jumping on the Sabbath, but he, he didn't drink or do drugs or anything like that. Um, and actually, he's out in uh, uh, Washington State now. Um, he did pretty good. He was CEO of Oakley Sunglasses there for a while. So, um, uh, yeah, I talked to him not too long ago. Um, he said, yeah, I bought an indoor football team. I go, well, I bought a football. I'm still making payments on it. So, you know. <laughs> my, my son flies a corporate jet, and I sent him a picture of it. I told him my new ride. He goes, fly it yourself, or did you hire somebody? He was serious. I go, no. <laughs> so, but there is a picture. It's kind of fuzzy, but uh, it's a picture. I'm, uh, I'm somewhere, I think, uh, I'm, at the, I'm about, about 12 o'clock, or about 11 o'clock there. Um, that actually picture was sent out on the AP wire. But so, I got into that, but I mean, my diet got so bad. Um, my mother was not a great cook. I mean, um, our vegetables were out of a can. Um, they go from the can to the pot, the pot to the plate, plate to my napkin, my napkin to the garbage. So that was how I ate. Um, the only vegetables I really ate was the lettuce and onions on my burgers because I didn't like tomatoes. Uh, so, so um, and when I was 25 years old, I can eat whatever I want. And it would just, you know, I wouldn't gain weight. And uh, um, so that's how I ate. Um, I went, uh, you know, I went back to school. Um, kind of got out of the skydiving because uh, it was almost addictive to me at that point. Um, there's another one. Uh, so my diet was terrible. I was still, I'd still smoke marijuana. Um, I met my wife at Loma Linda. I went to uh, ro uh, restaurant therapy school and got my BS in restaurant therapy from Loma Linda. And I, I knew the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, Got the director for the uh, restaurant therapy intern, people that did like a two-year program, they want to get some extra stuff because Loma Linda was the mecca for uh, restaurant therapy at the time. 
So, um, so he introduced me to uh, my future wife, and uh, um, she, she grew up, well, she, I think her mom joined the church when she was about 10 or 11, um, and she had left the church. Um, she still told me she believed in what the church believed, but she would not say she was an Adventist because she was not living an Adventist life. Um, and so she was not doing a lot of bad stuff, but uh, she would, uh, that's where she was at. Um, so uh, we, we eventually uh, got married. Um, I, I finished my, my, uh, my respiratory therapy uh, BS degree. Um, then I uh, applied to medical school, uh, took a year off, uh, just kind of working. We got married, um, got pregnant in that order. Uh, <laughs> and uh, um, then, joined, then got, went, to, went to medical school. In the meantime, I'm just eating terribly. She, you know, she on and off kind of goes semi-vegetarian and not, you know, so. Uh, when uh, we went to, when we left to go to uh, medical school, went to Kansas City uh, Osteopathic School, and our son was about six months old. We went there, and uh, after, after close to a year, she said she wants to start taking him to Sabbath school. So I said, okay, you know, whatever that is, I'll go with you. So I, we'd go to Sabbath, we'd go to church, we'd go to Sabbath school. Wouldn't stay for church most of the time, uh, but she wanted to expose the kids to uh, uh, to church. She thought it was important, and I went ahead and I'd go with her. I'd support her with it, um, and we did that through medical school. Um, then we, um, I did my internship in uh, Washington D.C. at Andrews Air Force Base. It was a transitional internship. Then it went to uh, we went over to seas to England for a couple of years, and over there she goes. I want to start going to church full time. So we'd go, we'd not just Sabbath school, and I'd kind of, I'd, I'd listen and, and I'd sleep a little bit. And, um, uh, but uh, we wouldn't, um, we still wouldn't really keep the Sabbath the way that uh, we do now. Uh, because at me, I'd just go to church and then we'd do whatever we want. Um, then she, she sprung it on me. She wanted to be a vegetarian. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm going to be embarrassed when I go to a restaurant, you know, and she, she says she's a vegetarian. Uh, but, uh, you know, we did, we did fine that way, too. And then we came back to the United States um, to uh, do my residency, uh, finish up my residency in emergency medicine. Um, that, that was down in San Antonio, uh, Texas. Um, uh, it was uh, at the Joint Military Command. Uh, it was an Air Force uh, Army combined residency. And we were two level one trauma setters uh, there, and um, we'd have bodies piled up with thoracotomies on, on a nightly basis. It seemed like, so it was uh, pretty, uh, very, uh, you know, very stressful. You know, residency. You know, you put in a lot of hours and um, don't have a lot of time off. Um, but uh, we'd start. Uh, she wanted to start keeping the Sabbath as the Sabbath, and I was at the point where I was not looking forward to it. I was so tired. I want to be able to do whatever I want to do on my days off, but. I didn't, uh, but she, here's what she's teaching our children. Uh, we had a uh, son and a daughter, and so I was not going to um, try to contradict what she's trying to show them. So I'd support them and we'd go. With, we'd go. Uh, but I was not a believer. Um, I'd listen to them and um, I'd say, you know, okay, um, uh, you know, this sounds good, but uh, I think all you have to do is be a good person and you'll go to heaven. You know, I believe there's a God. Uh, it really doesn't matter. Um, I didn't know, you know, growing up, I didn't know there was a difference between either Jewish or you're a Christian. I mean, 
you know, and when, the, when in fact, when Kennedy was running for president, I remember them talking about him being a Catholic. I'm saying, what's the big deal? You know, Catholic, you know, you, you, a Catholic is a, yeah, I had no idea the difference between Catholicism and Protestantism. But my diet continued to get worse and worse. And slowly, the weight came on. Um, and I didn't really realize it. I mean, I'd stayed about 145 for a long time. And then in the Air Force, um, they were doing some things on cholesterol studies. And they were using the doctors and drawing our blood. And, oh, gosh, you're, you're, your cholesterol is 220. So what? I'm pretty arrogant about my uh, health. You know, uh, I didn't have high blood pressure, never smoked, uh, no family history of heart disease, no diabetes, no hypertension. My cholesterol was a little high. That was about it. So I didn't think much of it. For years, I didn't think much of it. Um, did my residency, went up to uh, Air Force Academy up in Colorado Springs to finish up my uh, commitment to the Air Force. I wound up eight years in the Air Force. Um, uh, it's kind of funny, we see where I'm at right now, we see a lot of, a lot of military, uh, Air Force and Army, and our hospital takes care of all the Army guys that uh, um, pretty much uh, all the military people, even though they have a hospital there, uh, when they come in in a car wreck or trauma or things like that. And I, I'll joke with them and say, yeah, I was going to go in the military, I decided not to, I went in the Air Force instead. You know, they think that's, uh, they, they really uh, appreciate that too. So. <laughs> So I started, you know, so the, but the weight kept coming on and on and on to the point where I didn't like looking in the mirror. I knew I was, I was overweight. Uh, and um, I, my wife was even, you know, didn't even notice that I'd gotten heavier. In fact, uh, I, you know, she'd go on and off being a vegetarian still. Um, and, uh, and even when she was a vegetarian, you know, still cheese and for, you know, she put on a, she didn't get fat like I did, but uh, she put on a few pounds as well, more than she ever, but we never even noticed until, we look back at these pictures now and go, boy, we were, we were bad. Um, so, so after that, uh, I finished my commitment with the uh, Air Force, went down to Colorado, uh, rather to Amarillo, Texas. Uh, some guys were starting an uh, ER group in Amarillo and they want, you know, I went down there to kind of help start it. I was going to go there for two years. Uh, and then come back, and then come back to Colorado Springs. I wound up there for 10 years. You know, we go down there, our, we homeschooled our kids. We, uh, um, you know, you just get in a lifestyle. And then once the kids were gone, say, well, why are we still here? Yeah. So we came back to Colorado Springs. Um, it's interesting too because um, before we came back to Colorado Springs. Um, my wife said, you know, we were talking about going. She goes, well, if somebody, you know, I, we talked about leaving Amarillo. She says, well, if God wants us to go someplace, someone will call. And I tried to tell her, you know, this, we're, we're in bed now. You know, I said, you know, honey, gonna, nobody's going to call me unless I put out a resume. <laughs> she said, okay. Well, I go, I'm going to check the messages. <laughs> sure enough, the first message, um, my medical director from Colorado Springs said, hey, Larry, we're just thinking about you. We're wondering if you wanted to come back to Colorado Springs. I told her we're going to Colorado Springs. So when I was in Amarillo, Texas, though, all those 10 years, I can, you know, Texas is a big barbecue, big meat, big ranching industry. And again, I did not eat anything that, you know, if it was green, red, the red was okay if it was coming out of the meat. Uh, but other than that, um, I didn't eat much good. So I, you know, I noticed myself getting heavier and heavier and heavier. Finally, one day I got on the scale and weighed myself 196 pounds. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't care. You know, I, I'm not going to get heart disease. I'm not going to get cancer. I'm not going to get anything bad 
because I've got good genes, but I don't want to be 200 pounds. So I told my wife, let's join a gym. Of course, she rolls her eyes at me because that's what wives do. But that's, <laughs> over the years, we've joined gyms, you know, and never done anything. So we joined the, the, the Gold's Gym there. And they said, by the way, we have this program called Apex. And for $200, six weeks with a trainer, six weeks, you know, once a week with a trainer, once a week with a diet person. I said, okay, I'll do it. And uh, first thing she said, well, what, what do you think, why do you think this will, why are you taking this class? I go, or this course? I go, I want to lose weight. What do you think, what makes you going to stick with it? I go, well, I'm paying $200. So, uh, uh, so, so, I mean, I did great. I mean, I got into, I was working out six days a week, mostly um, weightlifting, I'd do cardio stuff about three times a week. I hated to run. I didn't like to run. I'm not a fast runner. But I mean, the weight started coming off and the muscles started coming up at, to the point where I was, I was kind of power lifting. I could, I got my weight, I dropped, went up dropping down to about 145 pounds. I lost like 50 pounds. And, um, but it was a starvation diet. I mean, I was hungry all the time. About halfway through, they go, oh, you're doing so good. We're going to put you on the shred. What's a shred? It's a high protein, low carb diet. And uh, I'm going, all right, meat, 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 you know? And, uh, uh, but it was funny, about 24 hours into it, I go to the gym, I do my little weights, and I go to get on the stair climber, and I couldn't do it. I had no energy. I needed those carbs for something. And uh, of course, you know, I'm eating so much protein, I'm getting ketotic, uh, so you lose your appetite, and basically I was sick, so that didn't last for very long. But I lost the weight, and I mean, I, I, I even told, and, and part of this program was eating lots of vegetables, lots of fruit. I mean, I cut out all the bad stuff. Um, since, uh, nine, I think that was in 99, I have not had anything but water to drink. I mean, that's all I drink. You know, I don't drink any, you know, um, uh, some, somebody's, uh, I think I had a, took a sip of a Coke one time, and it, oh, that is so terrible. But in the meantime, um, I'm still going to church, and I'm, uh, I'm listening to all this. What changed, what, what really got me is, I never heard an evangelistic meeting. Then there was Net 95, our church put on, Pastor Mark Finley. Whoa, you know, I mean, the stuff that, the information was getting was just unbelievable. And I mean, I just started research and I called my pastor, I said, I wanna get baptized. And so, um, so I finally got baptized in 96 and uh, um, been the biggest blessing. And I know it's because my wife's inter 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 her praying for me. You know, she just prayed and prayed and prayed. And uh, it's just been a blessing. I mean, God has done so much in my life, um, saved my life. So I lost this weight. I'm eating lots of fruits and vegetables. I'm now on the good Mediterranean diet. A lot of, I cut out red meat completely. I was eating a lot of fish, though, a lot of salmon, some tuna, um, some chicken. I need that protein for my weightlifting, you know, I thought. But uh, a lot of olive oil. Um, and so time's going on, uh, about four years Five years, she, my wife goes, hey, I'd like to do a, a marathon. I go, that's kind of long. I got bad knees. And I had, when I was in high school, I had a couple bad uh, 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 knee injuries in football and wound up having a medial meniscectomy on the left knee, bilateral meniscectomy on the right knee. And they didn't scope back in the, they just went, opened you up, you know, took out as much as they could. Uh, but fortunately for all these years, I never really stressed my knees. I got a little arthritis, but I noticed when I'd go skiing, uh, my knees would kind of swell up and they'd hurt. I couldn't ski more than one day in a way. And 
just as a side note, on a completely plant, when I went to a completely plant-based diet, my knees, yeah, they're a little sore. They got a little arthritis in from everything. But I can ski for three, four days in a row. I can run, and I have no problem. One thing I did, though, before I uh, started uh, doing triathlons is I did get some weight-bearing x-rays and make sure I didn't have bone on bone, which I didn't. So, but she wanted to do a, uh, she wanted to do a marathon. I go, now, how about, how about a triathlon? I had some friends doing triathlons. Marathons and triathlons are usually on Sunday, a lot of, uh, so we don't have to worry about the Saturday races. So she goes, okay, well, I'll sign up with you. And uh, um, uh, so she signed, so she's, I'm not sure if I'll do it. So we sign up for the first uh, triathlon, just a sprint, you know, like a, it's like a 500 meter swim. It was like a 18 mile bike and a three, uh, 5K 3.1 mile run. This is down in Texas. And so I'm starting to train for this. We joined a, a master swim team. And I noticed that my endurance is starting to go down. Started, uh, this was like in September where we signed up, and the, the, the race was going to be in June. And I noticed my endurance is going down. One time, uh, uh, the, even the, the swim coach said, you seem to be having a hard time. I go, I'm just tired from work. So I was, uh, was going to go do a, I was going to swim about 400 yards, go to the spin class, and then run. And I noticed that um, I was, during the swimming, I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. So I got off and went to the spin. I went to the spin class. You know, did it. I mean, I'm just pouring out sweat. And the guy next to me goes, "Oh, you look like you got a really good workout." And I go, "I don't feel like I've done anything but sweat." Then I went and did some weights. I got on the treadmill, ran about uh, two minutes, and that's it. And I did some weights and went home. The next morning, we go to the spin class. About ten minutes into it, I get this sense of impending doom. Everything was like black, and I, nothing hurt, but I mean, it was pure terror. I get off the bike, go outside, get some, get some uh, you know, recoup, go back and tell my wife, I think I better go to the ER. So I go to the ER, go run an EKG on me. EKG is normal, of course, symptoms are gone. Now let's go back to the gym. So I get on the treadmill, start running, and then it happens. I feel this pressure on my, my chest, left arm pain, and jaw pain. I'm thinking, so that's what it feels like. You know, so, <laughs> so, so I stop. You know, symptoms go away. Call the cardiologist and say, you got to do a treadmill on me today. He goes, oh, Larry, you're in great shape. I go, a few years ago, I wasn't. So he does the treadmill, and um, he says, you know, I, or, you know, he says, he goes, eh, you know, I went about 17 minutes. He goes, a little equivocal thing at the end, but I think it's okay, but take these pills. I mean, he, he was a friend. He didn't want to even admit that there could be anything wrong. I go, don't you think you should do a cath? He said, yes. Yeah. So we set that up for the following Thursday. This is Monday. And so we go to the cath, and he was about to, they're going to sedate me. I go, I don't think you need to sedate me. So I just kind of watch, and I watch the first picture. It does the LAD first, and boom, I can see it. Mid-LAD, mid big old lesion. And I go, darn. You know, then I'll go, whoop, there's another one. But before, we were sitting there beforehand, you know, um, my wife is, uh, you know, I'm telling my wife, at the worst, I'm going to have to have a bypass. And she's going, you know, I'm in, I'm ER. She says, everything is going to be fine. It's not going to be abnormal. You know, and up to, up to then, we've been married about 24 years, about 11 years ago. Up to then, we were married 24 years. I don't think I'd ever been right about anything in those 24 years. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was right about this one. So, so we, um, so he goes, there's a distal lesion that we can, I can put a stent in, but I can guarantee we'll block off a vessel and you know, and you'll uh, have an MI. So I go, bring my wife in. And she's so much smarter than me. 
she said, uh, she looked at the cardiologist and said, do you, is there anything he can do with diet? And he just snapped back at her, no. Of course, have I known then what I'd know now, I would not have gone through the bypass. Because I think I would at least try to reversal diet, a low-fat, low completely plant-based diet, which I wound up doing anyway. So I wound up having the bypass, of course, because I'm a doctor, there's a complication. I just remember waking up, pointing to my chest, saying, it hurts, it hurts. And I realized there's no voice coming out. I go, I must still be intubated. You know. Finally, they, they you know, get the, me extubated. I'm telling the nurses, there's something wrong. She goes, oh, it's just a tube. I go, no. They're thinking, Dr. Cohen's a real wimp. Well, I showed them. What happened was they did, uh, they did a beating heart surgery. They didn't put me on a bypass pump. Uh, but they did two of the vessels with a lima in sequence. Um, and then they did the third one with a vein graft. Well, one of the uh, feeder veins, you know, they, they clipped off, unclipped. Well, I had a tamponade. And so uh, they had to rush me back to surgery. You know, and I'm just remember thinking, well, if there is such a thing as, uh, re you know, irreversible shock. I guess I could die from this. You know, Lord, thank you. You know, I'm ready to come. You know, and I did. You know, people said, you know, God gave you that for a reason. I go, no, God didn't give me that disease. I gave me that disease. You know, but but I remember the next morning, I'm 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 telling God, thank you for letting me live. I'm going to do whatever I can to try to promote. Health. And I mean, I, started, I remember Dean Ornish's work, and I remember seeing uh, Hans Deal on TV. I remember seeing uh, um, uh, uh, John McDougall on 3ABN and thinking, and you say, oh, those guys don't know what they're talking about. Boy, you know, have I I'm 180 degrees. I'm 100% with him. Um, so I now, you know, I teach the, the, the CHIP program. I, uh, I, have, uh, um, I have nurses from my hospital that have gone to our program. Um, I have other doctors in my group referring patients that come in with heart disease and diabetes and about our program. Um, and uh, the Lord has just uh, really uh, blessed me, allowed me to use what I've done to myself um, for the good of others. One bad thing is, you know, about a few weeks, about, you know, afterwards I wound up having a murmur. And he says, you know, this is bad. Um, and so I remember laying in, in, in bed, depressed, out of be, just very depressed. And I heard about midnight, I said, Lord, please, if there's, you know, let me know it's going to be okay. And I heard a voice three times, Psalm 57. Finally, I get, okay, I'll listen, I'll read it. And I, and I start reading Psalm 57, I got to verse 7. It said, my heart is fixed, O God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. So since then, um, we've, uh, you know, um, I, went, uh, I had a, my, my, my po one month post uh, surgery scan, nuclear scan showed blockage. A year later, it was completely reversed, completely normal. So, and I did get, I did get kind of fat. Um, you know, that's with uh, Disneyland with the grandkids and with a, so, and that was post op, you know, so with my, with the kids. This is a running, um, we, by the way, we, we did the, the, that uh, triathlon in that June. Um, my wife got second in her age group. I, I finished. The following September, she did, we did another one. She got first in her age group. I finished. But less than a year later, we did, we did that first marathon. Now, this is running in Colorado at a, at a little race. Um, but the coldest race I think I've ever done was here in Orlando about three years ago at the marathon. It was, uh, I mean, it was so cold, the, uh, the water stops were, um, 
were frozen. Yeah, as water, it was just fra it was awful. I, I wore that. It was and the humidity just cut through that. But uh, and uh, that's me jumping with my son. I started a club called the Coronary Artery Disease Skydivers CADS. Um, <laughs> this was the inaugural world record jump. Everybody in the jump is coronary artery disease. Um, that's my friend Pat Swoboda on the left. Unfortunately, he passed away about a year and a half ago. Uh, he actually brought him to when we were out. That we went. I brought him to the Chip Summit uh, a couple of years ago um, to try to get him really fired up, and you know, you got to hear Barnard and you know, if you, uh, Jeff Novick and things like that. So, um, but uh, he got probably a few extra years. He did change his lifestyle a little bit, and he dropped, dropped some weight, but terrible uh, heart disease. So, and that was uh, it's a chip, uh, one of our chip program classes a few years ago. Um, that's the man that runs Chip, Harold Burden. At least uh, he tells me he does. So. <laughs> and so, anyways, um, thank you so much. I'd like to just uh, offer closing prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this gathering today, this wonderful Sabbath, and this wonderful group of people. I thank you so much for all the blessings that you've given me and the blessings you've shared upon all of us here. I pray that we have a good Sabbath and be with the speakers today and be with safe travel for those who will be leaving in the next day or so. I ask this in Jesus' holy name, amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www dot audioverse dot org.